Welcome to Sports Lounge Live, a weekly talk show covering baseball. I don't believe what I just saw. Basketball. Believe in Cleveland. The Cavaliers are NBA champions. Football. Got it at the five and into the end zone. Touchdown. Hockey. NASCAR. Green flag waves again at the World Center of Racing. Plus the latest sports news, both pro and college. Hear past talk shows on your phone by calling 773-572-3006. Or as a podcast on your iPhone, Victor Stream or computer, or on your smart speaker. Visit legendoldies.com for links to automatically connect via your computer or iPhone. Call the sports aficionados at area code 646-876-9923 and enter the PIN 287-723-4600, followed by the pound key twice. And now, your hosts, Chris Devon, Perry Lester, Sean Platts, Robert Herrick, and Bill Sparks. Thanks much, Marty. Good afternoon, and welcome into Sports Lounge Live. It is Tuesday, the 26th of October, and this is show number 27, 25th. Yeah, 25th of yes, October. 25th. 25th. So big show right, today. you're right, 217. You had the one number right, yes. and the other number escaped you, so that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, know what it, you know what it was, though, Chris? When I had to go through and write everything out last night, maybe I just confused that. If, if that's all I confused with my writing, <laughs> that's probably a good thing. Okay. <laughs> but we do have a, a big agenda, Chris, so go right in. We do. We do. And, uh, yeah, well, it's, uh, as I say, October 25th. It's, it's not bad here. It's kind of rainy, to, warm and rainy. Uh, yesterday, today, and I guess tomorrow, too. But for our agenda, we have the panel, of course. And during that panel, Robert will talk about NASCAR and uh, update us as we head down the stretch. Uh, Sean will talk, talk about uh, – Sean's going to talk about soccer. Now, that doesn't happen every day, but he's going to do that. And he's also going to talk about uh, Charles Barkley and his new deal. We'll get those out of the way. Then we'll do the NFL. We'll do baseball. We'll do college football and do a little NBA and uh, so, uh, you know, the, the things uh, that have been going on here, the Patriots were horrible last night. I mean, they, they, they couldn't stop anybody. They couldn't, you know, they had turnovers. They couldn't move the ball. They moved the ball a little bit when Zappi came in. So what happened for those who didn't uh, follow it, you know, was that Mac Jones did start. He played uh, into the, I think, the second quarter, and then he threw an interception. It was three for 13 or something. It was not good statistics for him. So then Zappi came in, and they got going. They got a couple of touchdown uh, drives, and, and that was fine. But then he turned it over, and after that, that was it. And the Patriots' defense was not stopping the Bears, which is arguably one of the worst offenses in the league. So from you know doing a, a good job the last couple of weeks, again, against not great offenses, but still doing doing their thing, they just totally like lost it. I don't know what happened to them. So they're playing the Jets this week, and we'll see. What, what they can do. Uh, they're the only team in the AFC that's three and four, so they have their own little spot. They're ninth right now. So obviously they're not out of contention. Seven make it. So, you know, the season's not over, but that's just horrible. Celtics are playing well. They're three and one. They got killed by Chicago. Good night for Chicago, bad night for Boston, uh, you know, in sports because they were playing each other and the Bulls beat the Celtics. But they're three and one, off to a good start. Bruins are definitely off to a good start at five and one. And I need to tell you about sports schedules. You know, we always have our thing about Jerry being the harbinger of sports schedules and he harbingers away, and we usually get the sports schedules uh, for their seasons a week or two before them and whatever. Well, we found out what the problem is. I called uh, one of the librarians at Perkins who was in charge of that. She said that NLS was doing a computer migration of their systems starting at the beginning of September, and they were told they would maybe take a week, you know, maybe a little longer, but they were migrating things. And so they've been waiting to get this done and now here we are almost the end of October. So what this affects, it's not the production of Clover or Clover. They're smart and I'm sure they've got these together. They've got them all ready to go. They've got them boxed up. They got them ready to go hockey in one pile, basketball in the other, but they don't have mailing labels because every time when you get a schedule or you get a magazine or anything like that, you're on the list for that magazine and the library confirms, yes, this person is still on the list and you know, they're going to send you because not everybody gets every sports schedule. Or some people just get uh, with the baseball some people just get the american league and not the national league or the by date and they don't get anything else so the deal is they've got the ma- they don't they have to give clover enough the mailing list so they can send the schedules to anybody so that's where the hang up is i mean she didn't go into the mailing list part but i know what the process is and i'm sure that's what's holding it up so i'm sure clover has them ready once they get the information people will start to get them they're probably all boxed and everything 
But there we go. So I don't know what's going on as far as, but we did get an NBP. There was an answer from the library about something yesterday, and we, I've seen that in a long time. So maybe things are starting to move. So maybe we'll get them in the next week or two, but I'm sure before anybody else gets them, Jerry will. So we'll yes. find out. But, by the way, Chris, yeah. last night with the uh, Patriots, when uh, Zappy yeah. came in, uh, Kevin Harlan and Kurt Warner were calling it Zappy Hour and Zappy Days. Yeah, and- <laughs> they were. Yeah, they were, yeah, they were having yeah, fun well, with it. Most of the game, the first second quarter was Zappy. The rest of the game was on Zappy. Uh, That's true. Tell. Yeah, they okay. even said Zappy Doodah one time. Yep, Zappy yes. Doodah is pretty good. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so we got our host to be named later, uh, Rick, coming up here, and Rick Swan. What's going on? Hello. Hope everybody had a good Y.E. Day Sunday, Yankee Elimination Day. I know. Oh, I, I enjoyed it. it. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Oh, um, another Giants win. Uh, <laughs> this is getting ridiculous. This is four comeback wins in the fourth quarter this year. But and, you'll take every one. Oh, yes. And Daniel Jones, is uh, he's not getting the credit he should be getting. You know, I heard today that their, their wide receivers, their number one wide receiver as far as yardage this year is Ricky James, who's gotten in seven games 197 yards receiving, wow. which is good <laughs> for like 92nd in the league. And still, and Jones, is, you know, this week he threw for 200, ran for 100, had a great game. He's really having a great year. Um, as far as the Patriots last night, Chris, I think I know what happened. What happened? Um, three weeks ago, after the Patriots lost to the Packers, for over 100 years now, the Bears have been the team in the NFL that's had the most wins. After the Patriots lost to the Packers, the Packers tied them. So the Packers are ready to go ahead here. Now, the last three weeks have lost to the Giants, the Jets, and the Commanders, so they haven't gone ahead. Last night, Belichick was supposed to go ahead of uh, George Hallis with second right. place and coaches win. They didn't win. I think the ghost of George Hallis is out here, and he's, he's affecting some things there. Oh, that, that, that could be. Oh, okay. Well, good. We get, yeah, and not to mention, uh, you know, we all remember the 46 to 10 with the, uh, the Bears come from behind victory in the Super Bowl. Anyway, yeah. All right. And I just, I just want to mention that um, Sunday I'm, I'm heading down to Florida for about 10 days, so I think I'm going to be able to make it to the show those two weeks, at least for the NFL portion. But for some reason, if I don't, because you never know what happens with scheduling and stuff, I just want to make sure that, that nobody starts a rumor that I'm not there because I'm holding out until my name is put on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, to, or until you get a pay raise? Yeah. Yeah. Is Scott Morris your agent? <laughs> yeah. He's going to enjoy his 10%. I'll tell you. Yeah, right. Yeah. So what's up with you, Barry? Well, the college football season is not going well here, and the Packer fans are angry. I, I see that Dick has his hand up, but I will get to him after the panel. I'm sure that Dick is much happier about last night's game than you guys were. Uh, I'm, yeah. sure, I'm sure that he'll tell us that. We'll, we'll get to him in a few minutes here, but the Packer fans are not happy you know, with these losses. Um, they have no wide receivers, really, and uh, it's a disaster. But uh, it is cool and not rainy. The sun is out, but it's maybe 50 degrees. Um, went and turned in my ballots today. So um, they need to invent something, though, to where once you've whatever, whoever you vote for, once you turn in your ballots or whatever, you know, however you do your voting, you do not have to hear political ads anymore. I think everybody would agree with that. So, <laughs> but what if you don't that, live in the state like here with the New Hampshire ones you get on TV? I guess you can't yeah. escape them very well. Uh, yeah, that's true. But um, <laughs> the, the did that, got my e-reader replaced from the NLS today, so that's good. I can now start reading again instead of just listening. I, I do much better when I read something. Um, I like the listening option that you know that we have with books, but when I can sit and read with read my braille, I do much better with it. And for you know, and that's of course a whatever works for you, good. But um, that's how I do much better, anyway. But that that's a whole nother issue. And of course, Des Moines thinks it's heading into summertime. There was construction about a quarter mile from here to the auditor's office, and I think all but one block I had construction. So. That was all fantastic. You know, you, can I hear to get across this street? Well, I guess, you know, but, oh, well, such as is. No, nobody wants to hear me complaining. So let's go to Bill and, Bill, how are the Colts doing? Uh, we could complain, I'll but I'll we could. People don't hear about that either. <laughs> they want to yeah. hear Bill complain about that. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, of course, we could change that subject, too. But to more happier things, we'll talk about the Colts in a second. I got the alumni done. We had serious audio issues that don't normally happen, but the convention was a success. They made a mistake and reelected me one more time. Okay. So, oh, well. and the election wasn't even close. It was forty-five to four. 
So. Was it what, Bill, that wasn't one of those Saddam Hussein elections. You know, no, 45 to 2. I'm sorry. Oh, so it was one of those. Because remember, he claimed he would get like 100% of the votes. Right. Yeah. Well, I need to go did, talk did to them. Did your opponent complain it was stolen, Bill? Yeah. <laughs> they did. Yeah. Complained it was stolen. It was rigged. And then I get home, I fall asleep during the first half of the Colts game, and that didn't really make any difference. It didn't change anything, and they went on to do, and then Monday, I guess Mr. Ursay had enough, and he said, they said this was influenced by the owner. I don't know if that's true or not, but they've made a change of quarterback. I don't think it's going to make a whole lot of difference. If you don't get a line, it doesn't matter what you do, but that and of course Indiana University just keeps right on losing in football so I think uh, well the Hawkeyes do too Bill so I guess at least there's two big teams know how to lose right that's true and other than that no real complaints I'm back working on the database and doing that kind of work and Michael off spending a few days with us till Thursday so there and I'm cooking beef stroganoff for dinner and as far as Rick's comments are concerned I think he gets more attention by not being in the I think that's for attention so <laughs> we, we might think about that just a little bit <laughs> actually when we but he gets more attention and more and, and if he holds out we may have to trade him to What's that other failing station? I may have to put him, yeah, something. I don't know. Maybe I'll be there, too. So who knows? But anyway. We'll send take, Bob Brinko. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my Bob God. Brinko. I wouldn't do that to my <laughs> no, worst no, no, enemy. No. 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 <laughs> I wouldn't do that to my worst enemy. No. But I have been cussed out by him, I promise you. Um, yeah. I mean, in big time. But anyway, Robert. Take it away, because yeah, you've got well, a lot of material. Uh, well, um, uh, I'm uh, sorry for your cold spill, but I'll be able uh. to take advantage of them in about three weeks. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> as, as far as NASCAR goes, Kyle Larson won the race, and Joey Logano now leads hmm. the playoff team. Uh, uh, Chase Elliott has been leading all year long, and uh, I guess Logano finally passed him up, so it's Logano first and Chase Elliott second. And they have one more race. I believe, before they go down to the Final Four. So um, that'll take care of the NASCAR. And if Pierre comes in, if there's anything he needs to add, he can do that uh, if he decides to come in. And in hockey, tonight uh, a record is going to be broken that probably should not be because the person that held the record, his coach, decided to take it away from him last year, uh, or the record might uh, be... uh, uh, a lot larger than what it is, and I'm talking about the NHL consecutive game streak. Keith Yandel had the record last year at 989 games consecutively. Well, last night, Phil Kessel of the Las Vegas Golden Knights, yes, he's in Las Vegas now, tied the record uh, when they played the Maple Leafs. Well, tonight, Las Vegas will play in San Jose against the Sharks, and once he takes the ice and completes his first shift, uh, he will be the new consecutive game streak record holder, 990. So, Barring problems from the earthquake. <laughs> yeah, and I, I don't suspect there will be any, but uh, I'm, I'm glad that you guys filled me in on it. I live here in California, and I didn't get any notifications about yeah. it at all, so I find that great. Yeah, it sounds like there's not much damage, so it wasn't too bad. No, there's a five no the, the, news okay. channels didn't, the news channels didn't even go to coverage. By the way, Robert, while you're yeah. not to interrupt you, but we do have a managerial opening that has been filled today. Skip Schumacher will be the new manager of the Marlins. Oh, okay. Did he uh, play that, for the Cardinals? I think he did. He did. Yes, yes he did. the Cardinals, and I yeah. believe maybe the Padres too. Okay. Yes, and that that means we only have two more openings left: Kansas City and Chicago, the Royals oh. and the White Sox. The White Sox. And rumor is that Ozzie Guillen has interviewed with the White Sox again. Yes, that's what I've heard. But uh, other than if that, if they could bring back Al Lopez, they would. I mean, yeah. It's just the way they're going, you know. Um, yeah, Jerry Reinsdorf seems to want to bring back people he's gotten rid of previously. It doesn't make sense. But anyway, other than that, everything is pretty much normal around here. Uh, and we'll turn it over to the football contest person who runs it all, and he's going to talk about. Uh, European football, believe it or not. Yes, yes. Football. Yeah. football. Yeah, 
Football. But yeah. Anyway, first of all, I am going to say I may or may not be here next week. It all depends. My grandmother is pretty much on her last days, we think. So I may be heading up to northeast Missouri, western Illinois, southeast Iowa country. So yep. in a couple of days. So welcome aboard. When I'm going. Welcome aboard. Yeah. We'd rather, I don't know when I'm to, going. We'd love to have you on better terms than this, though. Yeah. Hey, at least. At least she's not going in the middle of December like the last two that's grandparents true. have when it's like eleven when it's eleven degrees and we're out at graveside. You know, that's yeah. what those were. Yeah, <laughs> but, I know anyway, I know that, I know that feeling. Yeah, so at least but so I may be here next Tuesday. I may not, it all just depends. Just stay tuned. Listen anyway, even if I'm not here, go ahead and listen anyway. I encourage you to do that. If if Rick's not here and I'm not here, you can still listen. But <laughs> hey, hey, hey. any anyway, uh by the way, you can contact us throughout the week at uh sports lounge at all things radio dot net, eight hundred six nine three zero five nine five, option two, or seven seven three five seven two seven seven one five and hit the pound key when you hear the greeting and don't be afraid. Even if there's stuff you don't like on here, let us know. Right. We can take oh, criticism. Yeah. We can take it all. And also, if you're listening on the phone at the number that I'll give at the end and that uh, Marty gave, leave some feedback and let them know you're listening. I mean, Bill's paying for this. Hey, give them, give them some feedback. You know, give, give them some appreciation. Give them some love on that. But anyway, speaking of love, well, Charles Barkley loves his new contract, and so does all the other guys on the TNT inside the NBA. They love theirs because they've all been extended. Uh, Barkley had about three more years on his deal. They all have extensions basically 10 years from now. Barkley's is going to be reported between 150 and $200 million, but they've extended all of them. Ernie Johnson, Kenny, Shaq, and Barkley, but Barkley's is the most notable. So, yeah, they're all, if the NBA deal is up in three years, sounds like Turner's going to keep try to fight and keep the NBA, so he's going to be there. And and his fellow Capital One commercial guy, Jim Nance, is not going to be doing uh, the Final Four anymore. He's just going to do the NFL and PGA. And really, other than the tournament, he only did a couple basketball games anyway. So after this season... He will not be doing that. Uh, so this will be the last year somebody gets a tie, you know, <laughs> at the game. It's Jim's <laughs> right. tie, I guess. But And Iron Eagle is going to replace him. So, cause good, Kevin's that's, already a good, doing that's a good it. That's a good replacement, too. Yeah. Yeah, Kevin Harlan's already doing it on radio, I think, a lot of times. And plus, Kevin's doing everything else. He doesn't need to, you know, he does. No, Kevin TNT doesn't do, Kevin West, doesn't do no. radio anymore. It's Kevin Coogler. Oh, Kevin Coogler. But, yeah. but he... Well, but he's doing, but Kevin's doing TNT and he's doing semifinals and he's doing Westwood One and CBS Football. Kevin doesn't need more to, you know, yeah, more well, to do. Good, but anyway, the good news for people with Ian Eagle, if they like Kevin Harlan, is that he does games very much like Kevin yeah, Harlan. He does. Yeah, he's very good. Yeah, he's very good. But also, here in Austin, they're kind of excited. We have, as MLS is back on their normal schedule where they started in February and the championship is in November, you know, the first time since COVID, and Austin FC, a second-year team. They're playing LAFC in the Western Conference Finals in Los Angeles on Sunday, and also New York City FC in Philadelphia are playing. And then the championship is on Saturday, November 5th, and it all depends. It'll be in L.A. unless L.A. is eliminated. Then it could either be in Austin or Philadelphia. It all depends. If L.A. is eliminated, it could be depending on who wins, Austin or Philadelphia. But that is your soccer report for this year. So until they win, until somebody wins, but what does Dick have to say? Let's bring on Dick. Uh, Dick, why don't you go ahead and unmute, and we would be able to hear you. I'll bet you're a little happier about last night's game than the two Patriots, than uh, Chris and uh, Rick, right? Rick's not a Patriot. Oh, I want I no. wanted to call and give Chris and Rick a little hard time here. It was not <laughs> Rick's a Giants fan. Rick. That's right, Rick's a Giants yeah. Oh, we, oh, okay. I thought it was Patriots. Okay. No, Chris, is, Chris is, though. I am. I am. Yeah, well, I knew you were, yeah. yeah. I, I was surprised. <laughs> I did not I did not take the Bears to win no, that game. Now, Dick, didn't they play like 20 times better than they played all year? Yes. I mean, they really did. <laughs> yeah, maybe 25 times better. Yeah, really. They, and I could, w- would you say this is Fields' best game? Uh, it seemed to me that it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the full game, because last year he had one half of a good team uh, game against with the uh, Steel, against Steelers. But, uh-huh. Yeah, I think you're right. Oh, he did get sacked too many times, but still he was running. They, they had him rolling out more, and that makes uh, more sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Bulls, well, they lost two in a row. Uh, I'm worried about uh, Levine. His uh, knee is still giving a problem. Yeah, he's not back yet. I know that. Well, yeah. he, he did play. He did play. Uh, oh, did he play last night? He played. Uh, I, did. did. I didn't yep. listen yeah. to the game at all. Yeah, well, yeah, oh. okay. I, I was kind of switching, but then I, I can't leave there. It was too good. No. <laughs> we didn't expect that at all. <laughs> um, hey, I got a question for Perry. Perry, uh-huh. um, is WHO still doing the games at night? The, the yes, they do at 11, at, 11, at 11 o'clock. 
Okay. And um, yeah, the Bill. I'm sorry about Ryan, but I think I think he probably doesn't have a whole lot of gas left in the tank. No, I've been, I've been reading. Yeah. He doesn't look very good out there. And I don't know about this kid. You got the, the second year player, but. John says he's good, so we'll see what he was a good college goes. player. But we'll, he will, I don't think he'll be a star in the NFL, but he's going to be a good utility quarterback, and you know, for a few years. I mean, Colt McCoy's still playing, so and you know, you can and you can make a lot, and you can make a lot of money being a good utility quarterback. Oh, yeah. if you're, if yeah. you're good at it. Yes, you can. True. But I, I want I don't want a utility quarterback and starting. I want to, I don't want a game manager. I want no, and he and he may surprise people. He's a very mobile okay. quarterback. But but if you don't have a line, like Bill said, if you don't have that line, and, and that was his problem a couple times, a couple of the years here at Texas, the line wasn't there for him. But he he's very mobile. He's an over the. Sometimes he almost gets himself in trouble. He's over the top. He goes over the top of people, and it could be a little dangerous. But you know, okay. we'll see. We'll All right, Dick. Sounds good, guys. All right. Take care, Dan. Oh, we got the NFL scoreboard here. And starting out with Thursday night's game, we had Arizona over New Orleans, 42-34. to and I guess they were, it was tied, then there were two tick, pick sixes, and then the uh, Arizona was, uh, you know, New Orleans was, I mean, Arizona had pulled away. New Orleans, I don't think it was ever, I never got the feeling, I was a, uh, half asleep during the game. I never got the feeling there was any real chance that New Orleans was going to win the game, even though. No, no, no I, I didn't either. No, no, no. no. You, you could tell the game belonged to Arizona, but New Orleans made it interesting. Yeah. Dalton so, with the interceptions, and, you know. Mm-hmm. So Cincinnati beat Atlanta 35-17, to and Burrow threw uh, three touchdowns. He ran one in, and I think, what was it, Rick? 481 yards he threw for? 481 passing, another 20-something running. And the crazy thing about that game was his, his Atlanta, and it's not like it was a close game. They were behind 21 to nothing just about right away. And yeah. they were behind big all day. And in the whole game, Mariota threw 13 times. Okay. Well, I don't know what this this Arthur Smith is. I mean, he came from Tennessee where he liked to just hand it off to Henry all the time, you know? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. the problem is Atlanta's, I mean, they're three and four, but they're tied for first place. But yeah. it's another terrible coaching job. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Dallas uh, beat Detroit 24. To, the two Thanksgiving Day uh, teams played each other. 24 20, 20, yeah, Right. And 24-26, Dak Prescott did come back. 24-6. 24 to 6. What did I say? 24 to 26. No, no. 24 to 6. And the, the thing is that Dak Prescott did come back, and, you know, that, that was okay. But he didn't do much yeah. anything different than Cooper Rush had been doing. So. It was a really boring game, honestly. It was, yeah, it was. It was really yeah. yeah. Okay. Tennessee beat the Colts 19 to 10. And, uh, you know, Tennessee, I think Tennessee's going to pull away from that division. The way the Colts and Jacksonville yeah, look, so. they, they don't look too good. And uh, we've already kind of talked about So Ryan's been benched, and uh, we'll see how Ellinger does. And, and uh, you know, see if Frank Reich can hang on to his job after this season and the GM. It's, 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 they've made many. You can't blame them for sticking in one spot. They've made, they've had different quarterbacks every year. There's nothing's <laughs> been working, though. And you they know? still have Nick Foles, don't forget. So yep. they might fall back. <laughs> They do. That's right. Well, now, here's, again, one of the two weird games, and they're right next to each other. We have Washington beating Green Bay 23-21. Perry has already outlined some of the problems that Green Bay's got. No wide receivers. Rodgers and Brady just seem to have lost it. And, you know, yeah, they I think yes, they do. <clears throat> and the thing is, I think it's a worse situation for Tampa Bay because Brady is – uh, I'm going to go away for uh, 11 days in the middle of training camp. I'm going to go to this wedding two nights before a game. I'm going to do whatever, and I'm going to play forever, and you guys can't stop me because I'm TB12. And Rodgers isn't a nice person. We've gone through some of the things that he's done and said. But at least I think whatever's happening to the team, he's participating in it. He's the whole thing. Brady is pointing figures, fingers. He's yelling at people. He's just, you know, it's one thing if you've got a good team, and you can do that a little bit, you know, and you're yelling at Randy Moss and Gronk or something. You know, if you got a bunch of people out there and you're not even there half the time you know uh, how invested are you and how much are they going to listen to you and he's getting a divorce on top of everything else. right right yep. so i don't know what's going to happen with with tampa bay i think they're going to have to move on from him after this year and let him figure out some other the, ru- the rumor is though that it isn't him that's in trouble that it's todd bowles that's in trouble well, he's running the team. Uh, while yeah. he's there, he's running the team, so he can get the coach fired. I mean, sure, that's not a problem. It's just, will the owner finally say after, you know, if they go 8-8 eight and eight and don't make the playoffs or something, 8-9 or 9-8, and eight, 
and they don't make the playoffs in a division that's very winnable. This is not a yeah. good division. I yeah, mean, they're in for a split. Yeah, the, guy, the guys in the guys in uh, on uh, Sunday Drive both still think that Tampa pulls away a little bit in later in the year in that division. They should, they should. Yeah. But boy, oh boy! But Washington, you got to give them credit. They play hard. They played hard in every game, and uh, they've won a couple in a row now. Beat the Bears, and now they beat the Packers. So, but you know, as bad as bad as it is, both for uh, Tampa and Green Bay, as bad as it is, the playoffs for them, as Chris will tell you when we get to it, the playoffs for them are still right there. Yeah. Okay, so uh, anyway, let's see. We got the Giants beating Jacksonville 23-17, reminiscent of the uh, Rams-Titans Super Bowl that time where yeah. the guy gets stopped at the <laughs> one-yard line. What, who was the receiver? What was his name? Got stopped. Uh, Dyson? Dyson, yep. Oh, no, for Tennessee. I mean Jacksonville. Oh, for Jacksonville. Um, it was Kirk, wasn't it? Kirk, yeah. He got yeah. down to the one-yard line, and that was amazing. I heard the end of that game because it was just the other games were kind of dragging, and they weren't paying as much attention as I wanted them to on the drive. So I And I wanted to listen to Bob Papa anyway. So yeah. nothing against you know, the Jacksonville the, people. But. The funny thing is that, you know, I mentioned last week how Barkley made such a great play by going down and not scoring the touchdown and running the clock out. And he almost did the opposite this time. They were trying to run the clock out, and he went to go down, but he but he's just too close to the sideline. And he, he nicked the sideline, and they called them out of bounds, and it caught them like 45 seconds, which almost came back to kill them. <laughs> well, uh, Baltimore uh, beat Okay, go ahead, Robert. Uh, Rick, you're you're the you're the Giants fan. What what do you think now? Daniel Jones has been doing uh, as well as he can with what he has. Do you think the Giants are going to still try to get rid of him, or are they going to be able to keep him? I think they're going to have to. I mean, because for one thing, they're not going to have a they're not going to have a five or twelve record, so they're not going to be up where they can draft a quarterback real high. Um, I think they're going to you know they're going to try to do something, maybe something like three years for ninety million or something. I'm telling you, he's playing. And believe me, I'm not comparing him to Josh Allen. But right. Dable, who came from Buffalo, he's got him with called plays for runs. and so He's got him playing like, you know, in, in the same kind of way that Josh Allen plays. Nowhere near as good, but but he's doing wonders with him. Mm-hmm. He's got him. Ma- yeah. He's got him. I think, Rick, what, what we would say is he's got him managing the game pretty well. Yeah, yeah. He's not making mistakes. And, you know, the funny thing is, the first week of the season, he threw a bad pick against Tennessee, and Dable got all over him, which other coaches haven't done. And now this week, he threw – he had like four passes dropped on him, and one of them was yeah. for a touchdown on fourth down. And he screamed at the wide – which he never does. You know, people call him Eli Eli Light because, you know, he's just so level-headed and never, never shows any emotion. But I think this is good. He, he's starting to take over the team. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, Baltimore beat Cleveland 23-20, and that, that game, you know, it was a close game, but it didn't seem real dramatic. It was just sort of happening. You know, they were, the Browns uh, got ahead right away, and then the, the Ravens came back and took the lead. But the uh, and uh, uh, what's his name came back? Uh, oh, uh, uh, the running back. Uh, Gus Edwards. Uh, Gus Edwards came back, scored the two touchdowns. Yep. Yeah, the Gus bus. Back on the and, Gus and bus Cleveland, the And Cleveland, of course, could have tied the game at the end, but they missed a 61-yard field goal. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, 61, what are you going to do? The, the kid has had to <laughs> – the Browns have been trying to use him to bail them out all year. Worked in Carolina, but it's you know, tough, yeah. tough when it's over 50 when you have that. Right. The Jets beat Denver 16-9. I listened to a lot of that game because it was a disagreement that Rick and I had in the contest, and uh, <laughs> he and I are having our own little contest. And the thing is, it, it was like the poor Jets. They, they got all banged up. They lost uh, Breeze there Brees now. Breeze Hall. Breeze Hall. Uh, yeah, Hall, yeah. He, they lost, and they picked up, uh, what's his name, Robinson? James Robinson. James, yeah. James, James Robinson. Robinson. Yeah, yeah, where was he, Jacksonville? Jacksonville, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, but they, and they lost an offensive lineman in the game. Yeah. But Denver is so terrible that, you know, they, Again, it was as I told Rick when we talked about our disagreements on Sunday morning. They are the Jets are less dis- and, and they're not really dysfunctional at all. They're doing a pretty oh. good job. And they're now five and two, but they, you know, Denver is, and so that's why I picked the Jets because you know you got you got to just look at what the, what the vibe is around the team. You do. The Jets will will Hackett make the season? That's what you're starting to hear now, Will. Yeah, I, 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 don't, admit, I don't, don't think he so. may not. I, I, yeah. do, I don't think so. Okay, well, Robert, the Raiders beat Houston 38-20, pulled away at the end. It was kind of touch and go there for like the first half. It was close there for a while. Yeah, no, uh, uh, well, uh, let's let's, uh, uh, call it like we see it. Houston and the Raiders both had their bye, but Houston was better prepared to play at the beginning of the game. The Raiders really didn't wake up until the second half. Mm -hmm. But I'm I'm glad we got the victory. We move on. Our next three weeks are New Orleans in New Orleans, Jacksonville in Jacksonville, and then we're home against the Colts. I think we have to win all three of those games, and they're so all win, and they are all winnable games. They are winnable. They are winnable. Exactly. So, Josh uh, Jacobs is having a great season. Yeah, and I'm I'm afraid, uh, and a lot of the a lot of the people that cover the team, 
they they think that he's running his way out of Las Vegas because they they think that because he's going to be a free agent at the end of the year since the Raiders did not pick up his fifth-year option. And I don't blame the Raiders for not picking up his fifth-year option. He didn't didn't prove that he deserved that to be picked up, kind of like Daniel Jones. Right. But, um, you know, now he's playing so well that he might run his way out of Las Vegas. Somebody may may make him an offer that he can't refuse. So we'll we'll wait and see what happens. Another disagreement, again, functioning team against dysfunctional team, and uh, I got this win, too, where Seattle beat the Chargers 37-23. They got ahead 14 to nothing, and then Chargers came back, but uh, the, uh, Seattle pulled away again in the second half, and Pete Carroll's just so much better a coach than the Charger coach that, you know, you just figure, he'd figure out some way to win, and they, they're, they're doing, they're playing good. They're leading that division now. Yep. Yeah, I don't think Brand, uh, Brandon Staley is another coach that might have to look out for his job. He, yeah. he makes terrible decisions. Uh, I mean, yeah, let's, let's face it, in the AFC West, you have Andy Reid and uh, Josh McDaniels. The other two coaches, they can't coach their way out of wood paper bag. Yeah. Yeah. Kansas City beat San Francisco 44-23 in a while. You know, you kind of look at this game and you say, this is the national game. But it was a good, pretty, you know, an interesting game. People going yeah. up and down the field. A competitive game for most of the time there. Chiefs pulled away in the second half. I think that the I think the best three teams in the league right now are the Eagles, the Chiefs, and the Bills. I think yep, after yeah, that, I agree. Yeah, I agree. after that, you got teams like the Giants, the Minnesota, mm-hmm. and stuff that are good. But I think you have to say those three are the best ones right now. Yeah. Yep. Well, the problem you have with Minnesota is if Kirk Cousins isn't playing at one o'clock on a Sunday afternoon, he doesn't <laughs> seem to do well. Nope. <laughs> nope. And he and he has a half whether he doesn't do well anyway whenever he plays because right. they, they, that's how they get behind and have to come back all the time. Right. And speaking of halves, we had a scoreless second half on uh, Sunday night because everybody said, "Oh, we want to watch the Yankees lose." So uh, nobody scored, so it was good. Miami beat Pittsburgh sixteen to ten. Tua came back and you know Sonic played decent, uh, but you know uh, nothing nothing really special special with him. But uh, you know at least he didn't get hurt. And, uh, the Dolphins are living to fight another day and you know hanging in there and. Uh, the Steelers are just not very good. No. And, no. and we pretty much talked about this already. Bears 33, Patriots 14, coaches, uh, ghost of George Hallis, as we said. So, what Four interceptions. Four yeah, interceptions. Between the, between the two of them. So uh, nobody even knows who's going to start on Sunday. They both might play. I mean, he might be doing that because, you know, he may feel that uh, Jones is on kind of a pitch count. So, you know, I don't know what, what the thought process is. And we, we won't until afterwards when they tell us. When we see it and when Scott Zolak and everyone tells us what's going on then we'll know because bill won't yeah. tell us that's for sure no, the, the all right around here never never ceased to amaze me i mean last year all they could do was talk about mac jones he had yeah. five rookie quarterbacks that were drafted he was the best one what a career he had ahead of him and now after three series last night the crowd is screaming for bailey zavian yep yeah yeah that's the way it goes well it was just as much the defense's fault as anybody else's oh, they, didn't stop terrible. Yeah. they were <laughs> after again yeah. after having been good earlier so don't ask yeah. me so in the afc east we have buffalo at five and one we have the the Jets at five and two, Miami four and three, and the Patriots at three and four. AFC North, Baltimore four and three, uh, Cincinnati four and three, Cleveland two and five, Pittsburgh two and five. AFC South, we have Tennessee four and two. I think they're going to pull away. Indianapolis three three and one, Jacksonville two and five, Houston one four and one. AFC West, Kansas City five and two, Chargers four and three, and then we have uh, the Raiders at two and four, and Denver two and five. NFC East, the best division of football, the AFC East being the second one. Philadelphia at six and zero, still undefeated. Of course, they didn't play last week. Uh, the Giants six and one, Dallas five and two, Washington three and four. So the, in these two good divisions, the last place team is three and four. That's not bad. You know, and if it wasn't for a terrible pass by Wentz at the end of that Tennessee game down at the goal line, Washington could be four and three. That's right. Yeah. And, NFC North, uh, Minnesota five and one. That's they practically got this one already. Green Bay three and four, Chicago three and four, and Detroit. One and five in the South. Uh, this is not good. Tampa Bay three and four. Atlanta three and four. New Orleans two and five. Carolina two and five. Carolina. I don't know if they can tank yet because they're only a game out. I don't know what they're going to do. They're on their way. Yeah. You know? Did and you hear? Did you hear, Chris? Though speaking of tanking. <laughs> Did you hear that uh, Adam Silver, the NBA commissioner, said as far as tanking in his league, there has actually been talk that if teams do that and they finish in the bottom two, they may be demoted to the G League. 
That's not going to happen. No, I don't think it's going to. I don't think it's going to happen. But you wonder if it'll even the threat of it. You wonder if that'll scare some teams into not doing. Did Rob Man? Somebody told this guy. Did he get Rob Manfred's press agent just say anything? He could could have. Yes, he could have. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This is not the Premier League soccer. Yeah, and who do you who you who who you bringing up the uh, Maine Lumberjacks or what? You know, where do you go? We're going to trade the San Antonio Spurs for the Austin Spurs. Is what they're going to do? Yeah, right. Because they're one of the two teams tanking. One of the teams tanking. But hey, back to the standings. NEC West, we have Seattle at four and three, the only team over five hundred in that division. Rams at three and three, Arizona three and four, and San Francisco three and four. And the teams uh, that were uh, oh that, okay, well now we can go to our football contest standing. And uh, Sean has sweated and worked very hard to get these together, and he has done it. We have Perry with sixty eight, Rick has sixty six, I've got sixty five, USF with sixty four. Uh, Robert was 62, Pierre was 61, Jerry 59. Notice how many of these uh, people associated with this show? That's like the top seven right there. We continue with Sean at 56, Alan Cleveland, he's called in. That's 56. Jamal is 56. There we go. Now we got people. We don't know who they are. Uh, King Dale is 50. Allie, well, we know who she is, but she's uh, 43. And Laurie is 41. So there you go uh, for that. Anyway, let's see. And uh, we got some, uh, I guess we got some NFL notes. Yes, we do. A few. We have uh, New Orleans was trying to pull off something that nobody's done, and they aren't going to be able to do it. They were trying to beat all five bird teams this year. That uh, you know, David found this. They uh, they'd already beaten Atlanta and Seattle, the uh, Falcons and Seahawks. They were they're going to play. They already, but they lost to the Cardinals. But they were going to play the Ravens and the Eagles later. So you know, they were going to try it. Yep. Amazon will start to have a Black Friday game next year. And it's going to be 3 o'clock Eastern time. It's going to be to promote NFL products and other things that they you know want to sell for Black all Friday. All kinds of products for Black Friday and Cyber Monday. And I would bet Westwood One will probably carry it on the radio, too, if I were to guess. I think they will. I think they I will. Think they will. Because most people take uh, all the sports. Do you ever hear a live sports talk show the day after Thanksgiving? You know the people right. were bad that well, they have to do a live sports Westwood talk show. Westwood One pretty much any. Anytime, anytime there's a standalone game, I think that's the deal. They go to Westwood One. Yeah, and uh, remember, that'll be a 3 o'clock game on that Black Friday. That's right. Yep. That's and this will be the uh, next 10 years from 23 on, so yeah. you'll see that. Yeah. And the big uh, news off the field this week, I guess, was uh, Christian McCaffrey being traded to San Francisco for uh, Carolina. will get the two through the four picks this year, so two, three, and four in 23, and uh, in 24 they will get the fifth pick. Yep. And I don't know. It, it might. I think it might be too much. He's had so much trouble staying on the field. Well, almost That's like a Herschel Walker deal. There was also a trade today. The Raiders traded defensive lineman Jonathan Hankins to the Dallas Cowboys for a sixth-round pick in the 23 draft and a seventh-round pick in the 24 draft. Okay. Yeah, well, but, yeah, but this McCaffrey thing, like I said, I mean – yeah, San Francisco. He's injury. You know, Bilo Samuel and him. Now McCaffrey was. He did play Sunday, but not a whole lot. But they're comparing it. I thought. I think Carolina's just doing their fire sale. They're doing because the trade. The trade deadline is next Tuesday, by the way. Right. Next so, Tuesday at four p.m. Eastern. Yeah. So right when we start, that'll be. And, and of course, the NFL doesn't do a lot of trades like the other leagues do, but. And especially a trade like this, you don't see it in midseason. But we'll see. No. San Francisco just San Francisco's well, reaching. reaching. The problem, the problem is when when Dallas did that with Herschel Walker. I think if I remember, they kind of had their team in place with Jimmy Johnson and everything. They kind of were ready to to uh, you know know what they were doing. The, who knows who's even coming in in in, uh, in uh, Carolina yeah. with all these draft choices? What right. are they going to do with them? You know, right. who knows? You're trusting somebody you haven't even hired yet to do the right, right. thing. Right, so, and the rumor, of yeah, course, they, about trades is that the Packers are out there really looking for some wide receivers. Like that's a so. shock. Like that's a sh- yeah. shock. Yeah. Well, I think they're, they're not available. So. It sounds if like they're, they're not they, looking they for wide fighting for the for the giant with the Giants for wide receivers. You know, <laughs> if they're not if they're not looking for wide receivers, that would be <laughs> the thing yeah. that should be. <laughs> okay, so any more NFL notes? Well, don't we have to do next week's schedule, Chris? Oh, we do, and it's sitting right in front of me. And you know, what do I what do I know? Here we go. 
All right. It's not in my lap, but then it would be if my mother would say if it had teeth, it would bite you. All right. Thursday. And I did October not write, now, Chris, I did not have to write the schedule out. Did I? Did, <laughs> no. I know you had yeah. that. Yeah, we yeah. had preparations. I was supposed to have a procedure today, and I didn't. So, um, you know, I had Perry primed and ready to go with all this stuff. Thursday, August, uh, August yeah, October 27th, <laughs> we have Baltimore at Tampa Bay, 8.15 p.m. on Prime Video, Amazon, all that good stuff. You know where those Thursday night games are. Sunday. Oh, and by the way, just I forgot to mention last night's uh, Patriots game. It is not cut in stone anymore that an ESPN game gets on an ABC affiliate. They must be out for bid too because it was on Channel Ten, our NBC affiliate, last night uh, with the Patriots. So. Anyway, Sunday, October 30th, we have Denver at Jacksonville, 9.30 a.m., and that's ESPN+. Plus. So yeah. for those who don't have ESPN+, Plus, of course, you've got Westwood One, you've got your SiriusXM, uh, all that stuff, and, uh, you know, so you may not be able and to if see you it. Wanna, and if it. you want to hear the British announcers, you tell your device to play TalkSport number 2, right. and you'll hear the British announcers call and that. If you're, and if you're in Denver, you can get up and watch it at 7.30. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Carolina at Atlanta, 1 p.m. is on Fox. Chicago at uh, uh, Dallas, 1 p.m. on Fox. We have Miami at Detroit, 1 p.m. on CBS. Arizona at Minnesota, 1 p.m. on Fox. We have the Raiders at New Orleans, 1 p.m. on CBS. Two party cities going at it. The Patriots are at the Jets, 1 p.m. on CBS. Pittsburgh at Philadelphia, 1 p.m. on CBS. Uh, I don't think anybody's trading any games this this week. I think it's pretty much no. straight up. No. Tennessee at Houston, four or five p.m. on CBS, which gives us the CBS, uh, the Fox doubleheader. Washington at Indianapolis, four twenty-five p.m. on uh, Fox. We have San Francisco at the Rams, four twenty-five p.m. on Fox. I guess that's your national game. That is the national game, probably. But yep. we have uh, arguably a better game, and yep. just as good a game, is the Giants at Seattle, four twenty-five yep. on Fox. That's going to be a good one. And once again, uh, the Giants are underdogs. Yeah, watch out for those Giants. Green Bay at Buffalo, 8.20 p.m. on uh, NBC. That's supposed to be the shootout between – yeah, that's that's not uh, – And Buffalo is an 11-point favorite, I heard this morning. Yeah. Now, Rodgers was supposed to participate in the shootout. He's just going to, like, <laughs> hang out and watch Josh Allen. And Cincinnati's at Cleveland, 8.15 p.m. on ESPN Monday night. And the buys are only for Kansas City and the Chargers this week. So there we go. Oh, one other quick thing. That last night on the uh, during the game, they had the Manning cap on, and they made quite, yeah. quite, a, quite a deal about Peyton Manning at the end of the game when the Bears had it down by the goal line, and Manning wanted them to go in and score. And he, as they come up the line, Peyton's saying, don't take a knee, don't take a knee. And they took a knee, and, and he went, oh, and Levi said, you didn't like that? He said, so as far as I'm concerned, if you can put 40 on the Patriots in Foxborough, you put 40 on the Patriots in Foxborough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those all just, see, Eli had too much success. Peyton knows how to play, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. All right. So we got any more on the baseball? All right, baseball. All right. Well, we were in the middle of uh, our show last week, and we were giving you updates on this one. The Yankees beat Cleveland five to one. So they knocked uh, the Guardians out three games to two. Good season for the Guardians, and uh, they made the Yankees look uh, good in that series because they weren't. Uh, well, they hit a little bit, but you and know, Terry they, they Frank, and Terry Francona will be back for the Guardians. Good. All right. So then, but then the Yankees had to play. Uh, there, you know, they were talking on the uh, on the sports show on on a Sunday morning that I listened to on FAN, and they were talking about who's your daddy. Well, they were saying Houston's the Yankees' daddy. Uh, they beat them uh, three to uh, three to two in the first game, four to two in the second game, five to nothing. Three hits shot out in the third game. The Yankees finally put up a fight. Well, three to two and four to two aren't bad, but finally put up a fight. Took a three nothing lead, but uh, uh, a three run homer tied from Jeremy Pena tied it up, and from then on. It was back and forth, but the Yankees end up losing six to five with Aaron Judge up uh, for last uh, for the last at bat. Maybe the Yankee uniform, we'll and, see. But um, anyway, it's just the Yankees and, are eliminated. And as Rick said, you know, happy Yankee elimination to all of us uh, who, who like to see the, that. The, the Astros are the only undefeated team still left. You know, they're yeah. the only, only they're, they have a chance to go undefeated, and that doesn't happen that often. And, the, and no. the last two teams that came into the World Series undefeated did not win the World they lost. Series. That yeah. was, that was Colorado, the, right? That yeah. was the 2014 and, Royals and the 2007 Rockies. Yep, that's right. So the pennants for the Astros, the seven, so they won four out of the last six. Gideon wants to get on my lap. Well, just get on my lap, Goofy. Um, <laughs> so they won it in 17, 19, 21, so they had that uh, odd uh, number going but they get to play the Yankees this year, so they get in in 22. And the, they're uh, four out of the last six and one and two in World Series. So, And then Houston still 
accused of cheating. And this is ridiculous. I mean, that's been five years ago. I mean, we know as Patriot fans, it never stops. People just keep saying it and saying it and saying it, even if half what they say isn't even true. We know Houston did it. We know they were punished. We know how they did it. They were the ones it. that were caught. They were the, the ones, ones that were caught. That's right. Right? And people well, and, the, and the, Yankees the, Yankees can't ar- the Yankees can't argue too much with Houston about cheating because, remember, the Yankees were issued a letter, too, and they fought like, you know what, to get that from ever getting released. That's right. Yeah, yep. That's right. So, you know, the thing is, that's over, and the Astros have been back to the World Series, you know, now three other times, and let's let's move on from that. Doesn't mean I'm rooting for the Astros. I'm not, because I'm rooting for the Phillies, because they're up in this neck of the woods, and I kind of, you know, I, I, I know more Philly fans than I do Astro fans, or whatever, but that's, everybody makes their own choices on that. But it's just, you know, really, stop it. Anyway, for the National League, we had Philadelphia over San Diego 2 to nothing. In Game 1, Philadelphia won their sixth road game in a row of a series. It doesn't mean in their last six series they've always started on the road because they were like had home field in 11 right. in the Cardinals. But the last time they've they've had to go on the road for the first game, they've won six in a row and they have to do it again because of course they're going to be going to Houston. So we'll see if it ends at that point. Um, let's see. And then San Diego beat the uh, Phillies 8-5 to five, and in that game, uh, the first time in NLCS history, each team had four-run lead during the game. So that was kind of a strange game. Uh, Philadelphia over San Diego 4-2 to two in Game 3. Then they beat them 10-6 to six in Game 4, and it's the first time since the fourth game of the 1932 World Series that the uh, pitchers did not get out of the first inning. And it was uh, the two starters were uh, Bailey Falter and uh, Mike Clevenger. Am I still there? You yeah, are still yeah, there, but look right into that. Little, look right into yeah. that telephone, Chris. Yeah, yeah, I can see what's going on. I, I didn't sound, didn't hear myself very well either. Okay, so um, Bailey Falter and Mike Clevenger were those who uh, did not uh, do too well, but uh, yeah. And then Bryce Harper won the game in the, in the bottom of the eighth inning with a two-run homer to give the Phillies a pennant, uh, a four-to-three win, and uh, and that is. You know, we we yell about Bryce Harper, and we certainly have, and he hasn't always hustled, and he hasn't always been uh, playing on the field and stuff, but he's gotten it done. And so if you want to win, bring in Dave Dombrowski. He'll get you yeah. to the World Series. Now, what happens yeah. What happens afterwards, yeah, what he's brought, the Marlins, the Tigers, the Red, uh, Sox. The Red Sox, and the Phillies. Yeah. And so he'll get you there, you know, which is better than, like, uh, some of these people. Uh, yeah. George Allen, he was always spending the future and never never winning. But uh, this guy does get you there. Now, what happens afterwards and what you have to do to recover is another issue. But the Phillies, their pennants are pretty spread out. They won it in 1915, 1950, 1980, 83, 93, 08, and 09. They're together. And then 22. And they're two and five in World Series. They won an 80 over the Royals and an 08 over the uh, over the uh, Rays. Rays, yes. Rays. And then I was going to explain a little bit about. Uh, there was a question came up in our group about non rain rain delay and why the and uh, Perry can help me out on this too. The the postseason rules are different. If you throw one pitch in a game. You have to pick it up where, where you stop. We had a game, I think the Yankees and the Tigers, I think it was, Perry, played maybe like an inning or an inning and a half, Correct. and they had to stop, and they had to pick it up exactly where they were. Uh, they try to avoid starting a game unless they think they could finish the game that day. That is the goal because it's not going to – now in baseball during the regular season, if you stop in the second or third inning, all the stats will now count, and uh, which is different mm-hmm. than it used to be. But you can restart the game you know, next time you see that team or whatever you do. Here, once you start and, and then you're also – what if you start and – But even in the regular 20- season now, Chris, there are no – you don't ever restart a game from scratch, even in the regular season. If it's if yeah, it starts, it's suspended. Yep. Oh, okay. I thought I thought they just uh, washed mm-hmm. it out. No, no, okay, because that, remember, that was it this year or last year? The Mets and the Marlins had that. They they had one batter, and it was a suspended game. Okay, yeah, and yeah. they had to pick up where they left off. Okay, but yep. uh, so yeah, so either way, so they try to avoid that. The other thing too that that can be unfair is let's say you're in the uh, in the top of the first inning you're on the you know uh, you're the home team your pitcher goes out there pitches five pitches or whatever and he he warmed up and he was out there and he was ready to go can you really bring him back the next day after only a couple of days rest in the playoffs whereas the other team's pitcher didn't have to pitch so they really want to be careful if they start that they have a reasonable chance to finish so that's what that that's all about well so and i mean you look at and you look at the other day in in that Phillies game i mean i don't think it impacted the outcome necessarily but there for a while they were playing in some miserable conditions yeah and then for the world series schedule all the games started 803 and uh so that that's cool and uh so it's going to be friday and saturday in houston 
then off day Sunday, which doesn't hurt uh, baseball's feelings at all because they, they wouldn't have to go up against the NFL. Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday back in, Phil- or in Philadelphia, and then back to Houston. They're off again Thursday. No, uh, don't have to compete against the Thursday night game. And then uh, Friday and Saturday in Houston. So if they could get the World Series to start, and I think baseball might try to think about this, if they could get it to start on Friday, I think that's their best spot. You know, yes. just So we'll see if and they your, can And your ex channels, by the way, are going to be 175, 176, and 89. 89 right. will be ESPN, and then 175 and 176 will be your team channels. Right. And Scott Fransky's redeeming himself. He's doing a good job in the postseason. And, uh, I think he, he is. He is now, I mean, this is just yeah. a personal thing. I would still, if I could, I would still rather hear Tom McCarthy. I, I just think he's a better yeah. presenting announcer. Mm-hmm. I agree. But, and we will hear him some. He did do a couple innings uh, for fifth and sixth innings, but when he has football to do, he's not there. So, you know, we might see him in Philadelphia, but not in Houston, but we'll see how that all goes. So for baseball notes, uh, we, uh, one of the things we're talking about the Astros being the, uh, you know, having the invitational for the playoffs, the ALCS has the invitational for the American League Series. They've been in the, in 11 years in a row, a uh, East team has been in for 12 through 22. That's pretty amazing. And then you have, uh, Let's see. Uh, Bruce Bochy has been hired three-year deal with, of all places, the Texas Rangers. I don't Good luck to him. Yeah. Good luck to him. Don't understand it. because that's, I, you know, I, I, I know Bruce. His, his, ra- his reasoning was he missed the dugout and he missed the game. That's his reasoning for yeah. doing it. Okay. Well, okay. he could he, he could go to a dugout in in uh, Chicago if uh, Reinsdorf would have him. Maybe he doesn't want to work for Reinsdorf. I don't know. Yeah. But that that's a team that's ready to have a manager walk in there and win. You know, yeah. White Sox are there, mm-hmm. and uh, Texas is not there. So he's nope. 67 years old, and uh, so we'll see what he what he'll do. And of course, before he managed with San Diego and San Francisco, and he won the World Series in 10, 12, and 14 with the Giants, mm-hmm. uh, and then. Uh, and Texas has had six losing seasons in a row, apparently. So yeah, you know. yes, they have. So there you go for uh, for baseball. Unless anybody else has any more baseball. Well, of course, remember, nope. as we reported a few minutes ago, Skip Schumacher is the manager of the Marlins. So the Marlins right. have their guy. And we'll see. Um, I don't think Skip has any managerial experience. So no, not we'll at the major league level general- anyway. We and, know that. Well, and generally that <laughs> – you know, sometimes it works without having, but a lot of times it does not. Now the Marlins are not close to winning, so no, maybe they feel no. they can. Maybe they feel they can grow with it. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll see. And then, uh, so we got uh, college football, and uh, we'll run down some of these scores and scores of interest. Hawkeye, we do Hawkeye fans want to know: Is it basketball season yet? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because Ohio State beat Iowa fifty-four to ten. Uh, they not, finally not a, did make a quarterback change, and everybody's been yelling for Alex Padilla. Kirk Ferentz played him in the second <laughs> half, and he was at least as bad as Spencer Petras was. Okay. Uh, Tennessee beat Tennessee Martin 65-24. We have Clemson mm. over Syracuse, and this was a good game, 27-21. This was a good game. Yeah. Yeah, Syracuse yeah, had the lead at halftime, 21. Well, they led 21-7, then it's 21-10 at halftime, and, and then the Clemson defense really shut down Syracuse. That's and then the Clemson, had to make a, Clemson had to make a quarterback change, too. Yeah. Oh, did they? And the thing, thing i got to wonder, all right, Syracuse is good, yes, but it's also showing that Clemson is not as good as a lot of people thought they were going to be correct. bouncing back. Because I mean, they almost blew it against Florida State. And Syracuse, which is a good team, I don't think they're a great team, but they're good. But, I think I mean, yeah, you'll be happy to know, Chris, this was, yeah, you'll be happy to know, Chris, this was a Sean McDonough game. Oh, good. Yes, right. it was. To do. Now, did he manage to, when, when they were ahead 21 to 7, he managed to hold himself down so he didn't, like, he did, fly yeah. around the booth yep. or something? He did. Yep. Right. Yeah, he, good yeah he did. He did. He did. Good for Sean. No, uh, and it's Trader, their quarterback there. I, he's got to be a good prospect for the NFL. He, he can run yeah. and can throw. He's pretty good. Alabama beat Mississippi State 30 to 6. TCU beat Kansas State 38 to 28. Uh, Oregon beat UCLA 45 to 30. So both uh, UCLA and Syracuse had been undefeated until those games, but they're losing two. They didn't drop out of the top 25 because they're playing the top teams too. So Oklahoma State over Texas 41 34. Texas had a, you know, was a, that was a long game. Seven, yeah, it was. The other games the were half, over so far before th- that one. It was ridiculous. Yeah, the, the first half went over two hours and it was 31 17. Texas defense. Gave it away, and Sark was mad. He ran off the field. He had to apologize for it and all that. But but their defense defense didn't step up, and you know maybe they could have made a quarterback change just temporarily to kind of get their rhythm. But 
You know, hey, a bunch of good teams in the Big 12, not any great standout teams, but Texas has a bye, has a bye this week, so we'll see. Yeah, and Wake Forest State moves on. Yeah, Wake Forest beat BC. I mean, easily 45 minutes the Texas game was still going after this game. They started oh, yeah. at the same time. Wake Forest yeah. beat BC 43-15. to Penn State over Minnesota 45-17. LSU beat Mississippi 45-20. I thought Mississippi was going to win this game, Perry. I, I did, too. That is the that is a terrible effort out of Ole Miss. And, um, you know, when you're in a third year of a, of a coach like Lane Kiffin and you're paying him over $7.5 million, you expect better mm-hmm. than that. Yeah, uh, and, I mean, and, and, even... and one of the one of the rumors about Lane Kiffin is that he's out there, you know, dipping his toe into the Nebraska water and everything else. So yeah, I've heard that. You know, clearly, I don't. But if but if there's one thing you if there's one thing that you know about Lane Kiffin, and I think you would agree with this, Sean, as a college fan, Lane Kiffin is just not happy anywhere. <laughs> no, he never stays anywhere long. He's never happy. He just he's the yeah. Larry Brown of college football. Football, huh? That's exactly yeah. right. It is. Yeah, that's a good comparison. So the, the the question I have is why does everybody want to go to Nebraska? If if top athletes can go down south and play, California. The reason is, I mean, but now if there's a California job open, I'm sure that they'll look at that too. But the reason they want to go to Nebraska is Saturdays in Nebraska. That is like a, it's about like a holiday every Saturday that Nebraska is football is, it's the thing. And that's why but their fans it, are so mad that they haven't won anything. But isn't it true in Tuscaloosa? It well, is, well, it like is, but the, you, you know yeah, that is. job isn't open. No, that's right. And, but Nebraska, they call it the third largest city in Nebraska when they're all in there at Memorial Stadium. Right. Yeah, I've heard that. That's correct. K- yeah. Kentucky beat Mississippi State 27-17. Cincinnati over SMU 29-27. Uh, mm-hmm. Tulane beat Memphis uh, 38-28. Uh, South Carolina over Texas A&M 30-24. They're in shambles. I guess they suspended four of their prized recruits last night for uh, smoking weed in the, yeah, locker, in the locker room. Yep. Okay. Yeah, right after the game. They suspended four freshmen. Yep. So when, when I say games of interest, they're kind of the games that uh, our, our people follow and, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Rutgers over Indiana 24-17. And the Rutgers has been better than Indiana this year, a little bit. You know, not much. But it was in uh, New Jersey. So, you know, whatever. Uh, Notre Dame beat UNLV 44-21. We beat, had Louisville beat Pitt 24-10. Um, Washington beat California uh, 28-21, and the undefeated teams now in the top 25 because we're getting down. Sean, when do they start with the uh, with the top? Uh, I think it's ne- I, I think it was, it's either next Tuesday or the week after. Okay, I think it's yeah, I think it might be next Tuesday though. So the undefeated. Actually, exactly, Sean, I looked at the TV listings and they start tonight at seven. Oh, okay. Do they? Yeah. I, I, I always thought it was around Halloween, so yeah. Yeah, they start tonight at seven. That would be okay. That would be five weeks. That would five and that, yeah, that would. That's okay. why the hockey doesn't start till eight because they'll be on at okay. seven. The okay. undefeated teams in the top. So we'll we'll actually have a little bit of a now we can start talking about the playoff possibilities and all that stuff starting next week. You know, once we have mm-hmm. this show because we haven't talked about the top twenty-five. Not that we're gonna, but we can do like the top eight or ten once we we yeah. have what, what Sean will put that in. He always does. So, and I'm glad, Robert, you told him because he might have missed it. But anyway, mm-hmm. Georgia's undefeated, Ohio State, Tennessee, Michigan, and Clemson, and uh, TCU. They're, they're all undefeated right mm-hmm. now. And, uh, and the ones that lost, as I said, Syracuse and UCLA. And this week, like, so you got a few interesting games. you got the game formerly known as a cocktail party oh, yeah. going on. you got and now this one, like I said, here we go again. Tennessee, Kentucky in a football game. When, when would you have said that? That's one to watch. And of course, all Ole Miss, Texas A and M. Like I said, both teams have been falling apart. You know, Ole Miss probably. You thought well, we been, well, I don't think Ole Miss is quite to the Texas A and M level. They've only lost one. No, game. no, 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 no. But and Texas A and M, of course, the after the Alabama loss, and it, you know, there's all kinds of stuff going on. Jimbo Fisher, team players wanting to transfer, players getting suspended. How? What happens? There, you know, it's very similar to his fourth or fifth year after at Florida State, but that's one to watch. Well, once uh, you hear people when they're around him for a long period of time, they they kind of tire of him. Yeah, that's that's what uh, when he came in from Florida State to Texas A&M because we have a guy here who's an A&M graduate. He said my Florida State friends, even one of our coworkers here in the office, was even saying that that hey, you know, you get tired of him, and it's like y'all have fun with him. You'll see what we mean. I mean, the salesperson there. 
one was talking about it, but you got Michigan State, Michigan's another game coming, pretty big game. Ohio yep. State, Penn State, mm-hmm. Oklahoma State, Kansas State, because a lot of the Big Twelve games it's kind of like Oklahoma, Ohio, Iowa State, TC, West Virginia. Uh, you know, you have a lot of the eight Clemson's off this week. Uh, Virginia Tech, Miami's kind of a uh, Virginia, NC State, and then you know like UCLA. I think is playing uh, Stanford. So see if they can bounce back. And USC playing Arizona. So like I said, you have a lot of these. A lot of teams have bye weeks this week, though. So. One, th- one, one, one other, one other, one other game of interest from last week. Um, Northern Iowa bombed Missouri State. I believe it was 38 to 14 or something like that. But the interesting thing there is um, Northern Iowa has won four of their last five, so they're getting a little bit better. I like that. But we know the coach at Missouri State is Bobby Petrino and his um, J.W. Cox and Scott Peterson were talking during the broadcast. His offensive coordinator is his son, and his defensive coordinator is his son-in-law. <laughs> now, wow. Scott, well, Peterson, well, Scott Peterson, you know, being an old coach, he said, here's the problem with that. He said, I just don't know that I would want my family on my coaching staff because he said if they start to, to really get bad, he said, that's a rotten thing to have to do to fire your own family. Oh, they, they, oh, well, that, but to have one on one side of the ball and one on the other side of the ball could make for interesting yeah. Thanksgiving dinners. Yeah, I would think so. You know, yeah. You know, if the offense isn't scoring, the defense feels like they're the but Missouri you know, why State, are we always I mean, they, on the field? They, that kind of thing. Yeah. They started the year playing a really good game against Arkansas, and for whatever reason, Missouri State has gone into the yeah. tank. Because obviously, I'm guessing Bobby Petrino would like to get a, a better gig than Missouri yeah. State. Well, well, but uh, if they're yeah. going to play like that, he isn't going to get it. Okay. So any any more college football? No, I think that's no, I think it. That's it. All right. So we can go to the NBA. Damian Not Lillard. Much NBA. Yeah, no, a little bit. Damian uh, Lillard and LeBron James both passed Paul Pierce to get into the top ten in the makes for three pointers, and uh, so that was uh, good for them. And then uh, assistant GM of Detroit, uh, Rob uh, Murphy, is on leave because of investigation of sexual harassment or misconduct with a female employee. And so we'll see what happens with that. As far as the, the just you know, we're not going to do the standings yet; it's too early. But you know, the, this the, uh, the you know things are. Philadelphia was struggling early. I think they won a game uh, the other day. But Finally won they, their first game last night. Yeah, they they yeah. won. Celtics off to a good start. Bucks seem to be playing pretty well. The uh, Golden State uh, doing pretty well. Robert. So far, so good. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So so Spurs good. are tanking. So, They're one of the teams that met, that Silver's mad at. They're okay. tanking. They may, they may be, but boy, they they came in and beat the Timberwolves the other night, and the T-Wolf fans were not pleased about that. Yeah. No, they weren't. They weren't. <laughs> so, you know, the NBA's off to a reasonable start. What would you say, Robert, is going on in the NHL as far as the overall picture? Uh, well, everybody, uh, I mean, the teams that are supposed to do well in hockey are doing real well, and the teams that aren't are, you know. Except the Bruins are, and they weren't necessarily supposed to, but, yeah. you know. Um, well, uh, it's kind of still too early to kind of tell. Uh, right now, if you were to look at the standings, and it's too early to do that, but Vancouver seems to be, the uh, record-wise, seems to be the worst team in the league. They haven't won a game yet, so. Oh. Um, Have they been on the road a lot, though? No, they've been at home. Oh, well, they're in trouble then. Okay. You know, and I, uh, Bruce Brugeau is a good coach, but I, I kind of feel bad for him. It's almost like you've got nothing to work with. It's, uh, it might yeah. be a long year in B.C. So With the uh, Bruins, they seem to have decided to play, in, as they say in hockey, an offensive style. Yeah. And they're scoring a lot of a lot of goals. As a matter of fact, I heard they were, at one point they were leading the league in goals fairly recently. They've yeah. had some low-scoring games, too. They had one uh, the other day, the 2-1. The but... Sharks have gotten off to a bad start, but they were supposed to. So we'll see. But, you know, I, I think there's a difference in coaching style, and you know, players like to play offense. So, yeah. you know, this may be something where Jim Montgomery has something with these Bruins. I don't know. but uh, Well, and so tonight far, I'll so get good. my first look at Bruce Cassidy with Las Vegas. So, there you go. Um, you know, so. Oh, I certainly wish him luck. You know, he was, a, he, he was a good coach here, got him to the, you know, got him to the finals. And, you know, the thing the thing too is you, you get uh, the, the other thing, Rick, and maybe you know more about it, you do know more about this than I do. Looks like uh, this guy is more of an Olmark fan than he is a, uh, a Swayman fan. Well, I mean, so far, Omar played a lot better. Yeah. Okay. I hadn't really yeah. figured out which games were. Which. I mean, I was, Swayman was in that game that they lost like seven to five. In Ottawa, yeah. 
Yeah, and Ottawa has uh, massively improved. They weren't supposed to do very well this year, but they've gotten off to a good start, too. So uh, we might have a few surprises uh, if it continues. And the one thing, you know, I should say, and and we say this about hockey, we say this about baseball, and you get people, and, you know, getting back to baseball for a minute, we had the five and six seeds in the the NL, in the the, uh, NLCS. That is not unusual in baseball. That happens all the time. And, you know, people, you know, the Mets and the Dodgers and the Braves and what, what happened, the Cardinals had to be here. Okay, yeah, they did. But it's, it's a long regular season. It's a, today's as momentum's as good as your as yesterday's starting pitcher, whatever. There's no momentum. A hot goalie can do it in hockey. That's where the upsets come. I mean, it doesn't mean you can't have a, the Giants win those two Super Bowls from a wild card position and stuff. But you don't see, and you never really see it in the NBA. I mean, basically, I, I could probably name six or eight teams, and one of them will win the championship this year in the NBA. It's, 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 that never happens in the NBA. Whereas right. hockey, it can happen. Baseball, you know, Phillies in the World Series, how could that be, you know? Uh, yeah. And the, oh, one team team we should mention that bounced back seemingly from just not, again, looking at the standings, but just kind of hearing the results, the Islanders are back in, in the mix again because they, they, yep. they've been looking pretty good. Yeah, they the Sharks played them and the Islanders do look uh, much better than they did last year. Of course, it's early. They have a new coach, so and that's the only thing they really changed. They didn't really add anybody in free. Well, they also don't have COVID and they're not on the road for a month yeah. at the beginning of the season. Exactly. Exactly. Those are the other two things. So, yeah. so yeah. no, it's going to be fun. Hockey and basketball are going to be fun. Then people can concentrate on that pretty much until Friday because the World Series doesn't start till then. So we got right. that. And uh, so I think we're pretty much covered well, everything. That we that's one, thing you know, to, one, go ahead, Rick. one thing I wanted to bring up that, I, that caught my eye but going back to the NBA. There was a game last week in Philadelphia. I think they were playing Milwaukee where they had a gimmick. Oh, yeah. if, the, if an opposing player missed both of his foul shots on one trip to the foul line, everybody in the in the crowd got free chicken McNuggets. And, <laughs> and, it, and, it, and it did happen. But the thing that made me think about was, remember all those, remember those um, animal rights protesters chained themselves to baskets? It didn't seem oh, to yeah. them a lot of good, did it? <laughs> that was Minnesota. They, they, yeah. they, no, yeah. Now you're going to send them there because those were the Minnesota people doing that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I and, anyway, and, one, uh, and one more note before we turn it over to Sean. While we were talking hockey, Pierre did not leave. So Pierre stayed oh, around. Hey. For Pierre, a yeah, oh. Pierre. Maybe he fell asleep before he hung up. Huh? Well, he could. <laughs> well, he may have. There you go, Sean. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, don't forget, if you want to listen to us at any time, you can download this podcast, legendoldies.com. Type in Sports Lounge Live in your podcaster. Tell your smart speaker to play Sports Lounge Live from Apple Podcasts or go over to 773-572-3006, option number nine for Sports Lounge, option eight for All Things Radio, option seven for Coffee Club. And like I said, go to the main menu there and hit the pound key and, and give Bill a shout-out. Let him know you're listening. Say howdy. Say yo. What's up say whatever you want to say to bill like you know thank you you know but anyway somebody hopefully we'll see who's going to be back next week hopefully i am uh, but everybody else 